and good morning, folks. And welcome. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. As you know, I always start with opportunities to get involved. Um, You could look at it as meetings. I see it as chances for you to go out and meet like-minded individuals and make a difference. So we've got a couple things going on Saturday. Uh, Down in Kingsburg, Constitutionalist for California is having a Back the Blue Walk. And I think that's really kind of cool. Uh, they're going to be walking down Main Street. They're starting at the donut shop and ending up at the police station. I think there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, but, you know, if you're inclined to back the blue and you want to go, that starts at 8, 8 a.m., 8 to 7 on Saturday. And you park on the street. You start by the donut shop. You walk down. Kingsburg's not very big, so you won't get lost. Somebody <laughs> will tell you where you're going. Great little town. Um, also, Saturday, 8, 7, 8 a.m., there is a Larry Elder support rally at Blackstone and Nice. Um, I'm excited about this candidate. If you haven't noticed, I happen to be wearing his shirt. Um, there are other candidates I like. Um, really like the, the woman that was on last week, but she doesn't seem to catch fire. I don't know that there's enough time between now and the election, so I, I really kind of think Larry is the beacon of hope we need. Um, eight, eight Monday. No, excuse me. Eight, eight. That is Sunday. Um, at 3 PM at Herndon and Millbrook, we have a medical freedom rally. Um, I would assume it would probably be pretty similar to what a lot of the MAGA drag, the interstate group did the local group. Um, cause Chrissy Corpus Wells is in charge of that. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make that when I'm at work, unfortunately, but you know, our medical freedom is in jeopardy. They're telling us that we no longer have choices. And this is a chance to stand up and tell them, hey, wait, freedom comes first. I'm responsible for my own health, not the government. Monday, 8-9, at the Liberty Coalition, 6.30 p.m. is the Clovis Ch- Fresno Clovis chapter of Constitutionalists for California, our weekly meeting. Um, we don't have a speaker this week, but knowing that group, there'll be Plenty to say in some lively discussion. Um, come out. Just check us out. Uh, Tuesday night, 810. We have in Kingsburg a 630 meeting at the church. That's 15,000 Rose Avenue. And we have Tammy and Maureen speaking about critical race theory. Um, if you're a fan of my show, you've probably seen the show they did with me on critical race theory. Both retired teachers, both great ladies, both very passionate I think that'll be a good time. I, I plan on attending as many of those, uh, most of the events I just reached are just, just announced. As you know, I'm kind of a quote guy. Um, I think that that reaching into the past allows us to learn. It makes us think about the past so that we don't repeat those same mistakes. This one's from John Adams. So way back in our country's history, Liberty once lost is lost forever. I think we're on a precipice right now. We need to step up. You need to get involved. You need to talk to your local politicians. You need to write your congressman. You need to make your voice heard. It's not enough to just be a Facebook warrior. I got a lot of friends that are just online. You need to take more action than that. Because, see, they can turn off your voice if you're just on social media. It needs to be more than that. So I hope you take advantage of these opportunities to get involved. With that being said, 
I'm going to introduce you to Jeff Grace. Um, he was in the Capitol. I believe the man's a patriot. Um, he's got a, a definite, compelling story. Jeff, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Jeff Grace, 62 years old, living in Battleground, Washington, in the Capitol on January 6th. So went to Washington to support President Donald Trump and uh, what I believed was election fraud and ended up inside the Capitol um, rotunda and picking things up that were knocked over and took a weapon away from a gentleman and uh, hit it. Two Capitol Police officers came and retrieved it and, and thanked me for doing that and said my prayer and said, God bless America, pretty much, and left. Five minutes total, maybe six. And uh, since then, I've been terminated from a job of 26 years, my career at Daimler Trucks North America Freightliner Corporation. Said my, because the gentleman carrying the podium, he, uh, the old man standing behind him is myself. And uh, January 6th happens to be the wife's birthday also, so I was giving her a birthday present. <laughs> but she, uh, she called me and said, hey, hey, you're on TV. And because that was the first picture pretty much posted, been one of the most famous ones and ended up the FBI came to my house, asked me, is that you? Yes, it is. Um, said, we're going to do our investigation. Probably eight days later, they called me and said, where are you at? I said, I'm in Louisiana in a semi. And they said, well, don't get pulled over because there's a warrant out for your arrest. When do you get home? Wednesday night, Thursday morning, we'll be there to arrest you. They did, took me to Portland and uh, I've been charged with four misdemeanors presently with potential uh, constantly something's coming up because I haven't been quiet. So I don't know if it's a threat or a question or what, but I keep hearing different little little ideas, I guess you'd call them. Not my ideas, but uh, because I, now that I have no job, I guess I'm retired and uh, my new job is America. Well, that's that's really cool. So, what brought you to the Capitol? Uh, definitely President Trump. But he didn't personally call me and say, come to the Capitol. Yeah, but I think there's a good chance he might even know your name at this point. I, you know, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it was, uh, I mean, there were so many, it, that neat thing about everything that's coming out now and, and what they're using for, um, against me. Um, the, the latest one is the New York times and that's, that's part of their, um, evidence and, but it's on YouTube, the one that came out and, and, and it shows me, uh, walking, marching, chanting, whatever with, with the crowd, which, which they profess is, is proud boys. And, um, it's pretty well known. I have ADHD. I get passionate and, uh, I watched people coming from the sides because there were people standing on the sides, you know, clapping and every, with working their way up towards the Capitol. And, and that was the latest one where they said, well, we have you doing this. And uh, let me clarify if for everybody, number one, when did that become a racist? I had no idea, but yeah, the left is famous for redefining things to fit their narrative. Amen. Uh, because 
when I was a child, it meant, okay, yes, it is associated slash affiliated with several organizations, which two happen to be that they're focusing on would be the three percenters and the Proud Boys. And, uh, you know, they have checked and they cannot find any alliance with either one of the organizations. I know people from both, I, but I shared, I'm 62. I know a lot of people and, uh, they've tried to align me. And I said, well, I would take a lie detector. I checked and they have checked obviously. Um, and I'm not affiliated and I'm not associated and I didn't go with, and I didn't know what, what was, but, but yeah, because of this, which I see Joe Biden do regularly, but he does a lot of stuff regularly. That's unique. Uh, I would say not of sound mind. <laughs> you don't have to say that, but I, I'm saying I, I've watched good portions of speeches where I have no idea after watching it multiple times what he was trying to say. I and be- the scary part is I don't think he does either. <laughs> and I believe uh, they're probably 90% of everybody thinks just like you. Even 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 the the left, I, I, I really don't understand because – my passion now is is for the left as much as it is the right. It's called R. And when you said stuff's taken away from us, uh, like you just said, look at the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. How sad is that? that? That's something that we can't take away. We can't give it up. So I do pledge allegiance to that flag. And you're not going to take my flag. You're not going to take his flag. And you can't have it. Now, I have a story that goes with that. Just Tuesday night, I went to the Fresno Unified School District board meeting. They failed to pledge allegiance to the flag at the beginning. So when I got up and spoke, because um, they, they were trying to appoint somebody into a position that w- a trustee had passed away, and I wanted to be an election. But the first thing I did was call them out on, you didn't pledge allegiance to the flag. I see you have flags in front of your desk. Well, then I realized most of them, the valor, uh, the, the Board president does not have a flag in front wow. of her desk. What a statement. Yeah. Um, when I said that, they're rolling their eyes. It's all on film. Like, why are you wasting our time? Wow. Um, the one good board member, Terry Sladek, and from my perspective, good, because I think he cares about the kids and cares about America, as opposed to being a hardcore left woke political hack rather than somebody that cares about the kids. Um got up and said, well, are we going to fix this? Again, they looked at him. They rolled their eyes. They finally did agree to go ahead and it with wow. with their feet held to the fire, they were willing to pledge allegiance to the flag. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And today I'm talking to Jeff Grace. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, welcome. And he was at the Capitol. Um, I have a couple questions. So you started at the Trump rally. This is January 6th. Yes, sir. And then you walked your way towards the Capitol. That's what, half a mile or something like that? Yes, roughly. Yeah, with, with, with the crowd. Right, so it wasn't a quick walk, probably. With no, crowd. no, it was a slow roll, and it was patriots, okay. Americans. Were the were the doors open? Amen. Yes, they were. Hmm. 
because you listen to CNN or MSNBC or any of the traditional media outlets, you don't get that fact. Hmm. So the people's house doors were open and we know that's on camera. Yes, it is. And, and, uh, and there was a Capitol police officer standing on each side and never said a word to myself or anyone that was going in around me. Hmm. Almost as if it's a setup that that just seems strange to me. (laughs) Funny, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that's being proven more and more all the time. That's why I pleaded not guilty. Well, there are cameras everywhere around that building. Yes, there are. In addition to to all of the film that came out that has largely been taken off of social media and YouTube and all the, all the, all the, all the good film, the people saying prayers, the people that are myself or with younger kids and with older people. And it's like, they don't want to show the, the real America. They want to pick people they can portray as angry, hateful people that were there. And that was not it at all. Well, Joe Biden, our president, and I just cringe when yeah, I say that. I have a hard time. Um, you know, he's, he talks about the number one problem in the U.S. is white supremacy. <laughs> Num- number one threat to the U.S. Um, I have mixed race family. I believe we all do. Uh, I w- Probably just about every, but there's probably some exception because there's 300 million legals plus, mm-hmm. however many that have gotten here by other means. Um, but yeah, I think the majority of us have ties and friends and of course there are individual racists, but I think that since the Civil Rights Act, since Martin Luther King's speech, I think that has t- become part of America's fabric. You know, that yes, idea that you're judging people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And Democrats just never hesitate to use the word racist, even against other people of color, if they don't agree with them. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I was I was visiting with uh, Jason from Oreo Express, and he, he said he can't tell you how many times he's been called a white supremacist because of his political views. And this is Jason Phillips of Oreo Express. Yes. That is a local Fresno group or duo. I guess would be the right word. They're yep. dynamic duo, and they're absolutely patriots. Good guys. One hundred percent good men. And uh, but you know, probably because of them, I, I after this it all happened, someone reached out to me and said, "Hey, do you want to start doing an interview or something like that?" Because you're not you're not playing the game. You're, you want to share the truth. They won't give you your discovery, which they still won't give me the discovery. And I'm going to share on my uh, Facebook page that. Every document, everything that's happened to me from whether it's work or through the judicial system of D.C., every document's in my Facebook and website. Um, and at first, I was, I was reaching out, built shirts, our house, USA, United We Stand. for uh, It was going to be for attorney fees. But uh, the longer it went, the further it went, I went, nah, I'm telling the truth. They won't share the good with me, and you're threatening to put me in prison. And I'm not going to, no, that's not okay. That's not America. Uh-uh. I don't I don't need an attorney because I'm telling the truth. If I'm telling the truth, should be gone. So go ahead and give your website so people can uh, find you. If you need a pen, folks, go ahead and grab your pen. It's uh, 
um, ourhouseusa.net. And then there's, of course, Instagram and uh, there's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, TikTok. TikTok. And it's either usually Our House USA. You'll find me. And you said that uh, you have family that's running that for you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an old guy and I'm not good at that. I've never had my space or Facebook or any of that. But now, now I have to because of where it's gone. And I, I'd done a couple news in, interviews with news guys where I live and they had twisted it. And, and so my daughter said, Hey, we better build something. And they were reaching out, like I said, for, for, it was starting out as attorney to help. But now, now what it's doing is if anyone does purchase or donate, I just spent eight days going across the border, helping the border patrol apprehend, actually doing their job when they wouldn't. Um, I don't know if that's fair for all of them. Some of them would love to be able to do their job. Okay. I didn't say their hands weren't tied, but I said I was doing a job and maybe they're overwhelmed with the amount, but yes, but if there's things that could be done, um, I do believe that a lot of them are patriots just like most law enforcement, I think are patriots. I think some of them are woke leftists. Oh, I support, support law enforcement. 100%. I, you know, the border patrol, that's a federal deal. That's um, I'm mixed emotions when I'm calling out and you can see on one of our videos that I've shared or my daughters have shared that, uh, I'm calling the guy. Hey, Hey, Hey. And he's drives away at a high rate of speed. Well, I mean, and I'm not holding the whole organization accountable, but Hey, I'm an American. Stop. I want your attention. Maybe I'm going to tell you something or ask something. And when I, when I addressed some people that were fishing down there, that were old people that were fishing, there were four of them with flashlights and, and it was, they were telling people when to and where to come across. And I went up to them and I started talking to them and they, it was definitely an uncomfortable conversation for both of us. Cause I told them, you're not going to catch no fish tonight. Cause I'm, I'm staying here all night. And they told me, are you going to be back? And I said, tomorrow night. And they said, we will see you then. And uh, I, I'm not going to share what the a state patrol told me after they left. That he said, you know, be careful. Mm-hmm. Those people are probably not your allies. There's a lot of money in cartels sneaking people across the border. Well, then they owe us at least taxes, right? Because <laughs> they're capitalizing on our country. So pay up. You know, love or, that idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, then let's toss them out of our country. You know, I don't object to legal immigration, and I'm okay with even having a fair amount of leeway. But there's some basic things. Are you healthy? We've got this COVID issue, and there's lots of other diseases that have largely been wiped out here in the U.S., but in third world countries, they're not. Exactly. So there should be a health screening. Those people should want to work and not be a dependent of the state. And we should make that easier for them to get a job. You know, there were programs, uh, what was it, Barcero programs in the past. There should be ways for them to come and work legally and pay into the system. Beyond that, you know, oh, and you can't be a criminal. I I know I'm just unreasonable, but you can't be a criminal. Um, I have a lot of friends that have come here legally. It's interesting to me that they are some of the most patriotic, most thankful for the opportunities here. And then, you know, 
I go by City College if I eat at the or if I stop at the Starbucks or anything, and they're the most woke, yes, liberals that are complaining about horrible things. And I'm looking at their shoes, and they're better than my shoes, a couple hundred dollars. And they've got a phone that is the latest iPhone that's a thousand dollars, and they're telling me how horrible this country is. Yeah, but 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 you know you can't when when you say that you can't you. Everybody feels for each person individually. There's no one that, at least that I know, that has a hard time with people personally. But it it has to be, like you said, handled in a way where our country doesn't, we don't throw it away and 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 give it away and change the, the uh, current administration is trying to change the demographics of our country. So for their voting purposes, and it's like, if you're not even doing it for humanity, mm-hmm. you're doing it out of, socialism slash communism and and that's a scary place we can't go there man i'm not i got 14 grandkids i'm gonna keep going so any support i get i'll I'll go expose whatever i can where i can and for me it's i don't really care what color you are amen i I care that you believe in freedom so there's a common culture that goes with being an american in my from my perspective one you actually believe in free free speech yep you believe in the Second Amendment because it is foundational in protecting that First Amendment. Amen. You know, the Third Amendment, uh, you know, that's the, the quartering of soldiers. I don't think that happens much in today's world. Nope. That is one of the, the few amendments that I don't – I'm glad it's there, but I don't know that it's in today's world as important, though who knows how things might change. Exactly. Fourth Amendment, um, where you're protected. You know, that's, that's a big protection. You know, it's uh, and, and, and when you say you feel, I, I would venture to say most people feel just like you or I, the way they handle themselves. A lot of them can't and aren't able to go do what I'm doing. And I wouldn't be able to do it, but my children are raised. Um, I got fired, so I've got time. And... I love our country like you do, and it is for freedom, and it is for everybody. Everybody's welcome. Just do it legal, number one. And number two, when our administration's working against the people, the majority of the people, that's not okay. Right. So but we're, at a, we're at a push right now, and that's that's why my last uh, trial in D.C. on Zoom, <laughs> my son who's been arrested also, they threw him into my Zoom court hearing, and— he was in my Zoom court hearing, and I'm going, what? Yeah, I thought people had to agree to that. And and nothing. Never He never heard us. So I looked at him. I said, hey, son. He said, hey, dad. And I said, fancy meeting you here. And I just, I so I called out my attorney and said, how is this okay? We're separate. And what, what was his answer? There was no answer, like normal. And, 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 and he just gave me all the stipulations for me to get my discovery, which are outlandish, which I'll share in my Facebook so that everyone can read it. Because I can't sign that because as soon as I get my discovery, I'm sharing it with you. So you can share it with them. Yeah. The more, the merrier. Let's see the truth. Let's see me picking stuff up. They don't want to show that because they don't want people to see the good. I didn't go to destruct anything. I went to support. And, 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 you know, what happened a long time ago when you don't agree, when the majority doesn't agree, you stand. Mm-hmm. So stand up, America. I, you know what? The left seemed to, at one point, 
if you look at the, the earlier definition of a liberal, they stood for American freedom. I don't know what happened. Now they seem to stand for totalitarian control. Whether you call it socialist, communist, dictatorship, whatever it is, they seem to stand for controlling people and not allowing them to speak. They define hate speech as speech that they don't like. I'm okay with even, I think, even the Klan. I don't have to listen to the guy speaking from the Klan because I don't want to hear what he has to say, but I believe he has the right to say it. And when you shut down types of opinion that you don't agree with, you don't allow them. That's different than you tune them out. Because you can always tune them out. Um, We don't really have free speech anymore. We've lost a lot of freedom. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And I'm speaking with Jeff Grace. Um, He was there at the Capitol January 6th, supporting President Trump. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um. Yeah, I just I appreciate the opportunity to to share and uh, not be like we were just sharing about the Constitution, you know, uh, quieted and 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 that's that's like I say, if I could share everything that that they're saying because they won't uh, a lot of it you hear verbally, but it won't be put in document. So I'm thinking, is that a threat or like when when my son was in the Zoom court hearing? To to, to me, that felt like. They're trying to intimidate me to take a either a plea or a guilty or whatever, because how do you, how do you get to a a dad attack one of his kids? You know. Well, they want you to go away. And, they don't want you talking. And I'm not going away. No, unless I, they put me away. I do want to point out that it was technically a misdemeanor. Yep. To go in the Capitol. Correct. So there should be some consequence, but I have never heard of two years being thrown around for misdemeanors in today's world. And, you know, I think you are, you are correct, but if you read the constitution and you believe in the constitution, I believe it says that we have the right to protest peacefully Mm -hmm. in our buildings and the doors were open. So I don't believe I should have been charged with a misdemeanor. I did nothing wrong. I, I picked stuff up. I did. I, did I know it when I was going in? Of course I did. If I said I didn't, that would be a lie, but did I feel comfortable enough with my heart and my soul and what I'm, what's going on in America? I, when Portland's being burnt down nightly and 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 so many tents, and you got to when you walk down the sidewalk, you got to be careful you don't step in someone's feces. Mm-hmm. That's not America. That's a third world country. Portland was a beautiful city. It's and still now a it's, beautiful city from the dist- from a distance. <laughs> the sky, maybe. The skyline is still beautiful. Okay, I'll, but you get I'll, much closer than that, and it stinks. It's just stinks. like San Francisco. Amen. And I can't. I can't. I was sharing earlier that uh, that I I sure couldn't walk down there because ninety nine percent of my shirts have a flag on them, and I got people mocking me. And 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 so wife and I go to dinner or something, and and uh, nah, so I I won't go down there anymore. Not alone anyway. No. And and look at the businesses. So this is okay, and you're gonna spend all this money and, and, and look at the people who are still incarcerated. How is that? Okay. Why are we keeping our people that were January 6th 
doing minimal, minimal compared to what's going on in the cities. Why are they still in prison? D.C., I'm holding you accountable. Let them out. Release them. Give them bail. Give them bond. Whatever they need. But you, this is not fair. That is not okay. Well, in today's world, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of equal justice. Wow. And I hope for a society where we have equality, and under the eyes of the law, equality of opportunity. That doesn't guarantee results. That's not socialism, which is equity, where they're wanting guaranteed results. Yep. Well, there, once again, okay, you're you're, you're saying, you know— This racism that gets thrown around so easily, just like Hitler. I mean, I weekly get get referenced, and uh, so is that ugly? It's unbelievably. First of all, do they really understand what they're saying, or are you taking it lightly? But second of all, you talk about equality. I I I drove by a church, a church, and I and it had a huge sign: Black Lives Matter. And, and and you know what? I agree with that. Black lives do matter, but so do my life. So does your life. So does his life. So that's 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 putting racism into a church, which makes it not a church. Mm-hmm. That makes control by man. So I'm calling that church woke, and it's right here in Fresno. And I took a picture of it, and I I uh, hope they share it on my Instagram because it just made me sick. I I, I stopped. I was going to talk to the people and say, you know what? How is that okay? And uh, they they all went in like I had. COVID, I guess, maybe, didn't want to talk to me. Is it the flag on my car? Is it, I don't know. But it just, and I didn't pursue. I didn't go walk in because I didn't want to, if they don't want to talk to me, that's okay. But how's that okay? You you fill out an application and you read again and again and again where, whether it's a woman or, uh, uh, you know, or uh, whatever, um, someone that's not, white you know uh, coca-cola apologized to be white that's just be proud of what you are how about being american doesn't matter what color what gender what whether you're gay or straight or whatever how about american well yeah value freedom yeah we value equality of opportunity you know we have this work ethic that is traditionally american amen um and there seems to be a lot of people that no to have that work ethic anymore. They don't have to. Well, no, because big daddy government will come in, but that's soft tyranny. When you accept governor government money, and I'm not talking about the people that are truly needy. Correct. There are some people that are mentally ill, or you know, we have veterans that served and were seriously injured, whether it's mentally or physically. Those people I cut a lot of slack to. We should have a safety net. In most cases, it should be a hand up, not a hand out. And we've set up a handout. And that's if, if people realize that you think you're you're getting your hand out and, and everything's good and eh, going to give another stimulus and everyone's quiet and happy and be very careful because they've took the rights, freedoms, and liberties away. You don't think you're next. Mm-hmm. So... We need to stand up. United we stand because everything I do, every platform, every place I go is all about liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. Freedom. And, and and anyone who disagrees with me, I'm going, well, what, is it your freedom but not my freedom? Or is it, how about our freedom? You have to write to your freedom. But you're not going to take our flag out of your school because, you know what, that's America. 
And that's where the pledge comes. And the statement that was made recently by uh, um, BLM in Utah, where anyone who has an American flag is a, does not align with them and is a racist, and I'm going, wow, the people that have died for that flag, mm-hmm. there will never be, I, if possible, I will stop anyone from burning a flag in front of me, yeah, ever. Yeah. There's a Mark Twain quote, and I won't get it exactly right, but I'm going to be close. Um, and I consider him, you know, one of an important figure in history. You know, he was a writer in the, from about the civil war through the 1880s. And it has to do with him being always an American, always patriotic, but not always in support of his government. Wow. What a statement. And that's from more than a hundred years ago. Wow. What a, in a nutshell, brother, right there. That's one. You know, how can't we? Why can't we be proud of the accomplishments? I get just like every other country in the world that there are things that we failed on because man fails. Yep. But we keep moving. We we started with a constitution that in some ways was a failure because they did not include ethnic minorities. Mm-hmm. But they wrote the right things, which allowed this series of steps, civil war. Thousands of whites and blacks died because of the abolitionists, because of the Republican Party that was founded from the abolitionist movement. Exactly. So there was a major step towards equality. Didn't get us there. Women still didn't have the right to vote. We didn't have the Civil Rights Act of 64. But now we're two generations beyond that. Of course, they're still racist. Mm -hmm. Yep. What I want to point out about our country as opposed to around the world Everybody seems to want to come here. Why? <laughs> you you got it. If, you, if we're if we're that bad, and 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 that's that's part of my my platform is that you know you can't tell children that they're teach they want this critical race, race theory. theory and and it's like kids don't or the gender identity when they're six years old they're they're trying to instill in and it's kids don't need that the sex ed they don't need that they don't care about that if you know. Uh, Adam Calhoun, the country rapper guy, he's he's kind of vulgar once in a while, but mm-hmm. you know what? The guy's straight on. Uh, Tom McDonald, they, they I, I listen to Tom McDonald regularly. Okay, Fake Amen. Woke and uh, Snowflakes, look up those songs, folks. You know what? You got it, and and they call it like it is. That hey, the the only race was the one you ran. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, um, they, they don't they don't care, boy, girl, they don't care what color your hair is. Uh, but what what six year old wants to really paint his hair green? No, his mother wants to paint his hair green. And then he's got to he's got to stand up for himself, and 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 but little kids don't. They're basically clay. It's how you mold them. And and and, and, and they a, don't start off racist. Never. Nope. Nope. That wasn't given by God. Yeah. That's not of Him. And that's 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 where I have to reel in my passion once in a while and say, you know, it's His agenda, God's agenda. And I'm, you know, what in God we trust, and I mean it. I do trust in God because He does have this. And if people think our country's gone, uh-uh, it's coming back. Look out left, because the Americans aren't going to sit much longer. You keep pushing, you keep taking, you keep pushing, and you're going, wow, they're not standing. Well, well guess what? They are standing. They're starting to. Uh, I noticed that even when I talk to people that are not political, that essentially they've stuck their head in the sand and they're just trying to live their lives. Yep. They have a sense of unease, and they know something's going on. 
Well, when you think defunding the police is okay, you got rocks in the noggin. End of story. Yeah. We are, we're human. And, and what keeps legal people, or yeah, what keeps legal people legal? A lock. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't stop the professional criminals, but you can sure cut down on yeah. all of that criminal people that are criminals for opportunity. Well, not 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 arresting people if they go into a, a Walmart or wherever and steal stuff because they don't have the, the police to do that. Now, is it that insane in Battleground, Washington? Here it's like just under a thousand dollars. I forget the exact number. We'll come back to that. OK, this is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And I'm speaking with Jeff Grace. He was there at the Capitol January 6th, supporting Trump. Supporting America. That's a better way to put that because I see Trump as just a symbol. Um, he's a flawed man, but I also think he's a patriot. He's a stud. No. And, but... The people that are waiting for Trump to save us, I think they're kidding themselves. We He showed us the path to save ourselves. You nailed it. Yep. And I, I believe he was with the guy upstairs um, because he's 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 looking down going, wow. <laughs> and, and, and he knew. I mean, he you know, everyone says his plan, the right plan. Well, it is his plan, but he gives free will. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones who ruin it. But we have to act. He gives us opportunities Correct. all the time. It's not enough to just pray. Exactly. It's when then the message is there, you have to act. And that's what I'm trying to do right now with my platform deal. Yeah. So is Washington insane that they, they they allow <laughs> you to take drugs with no consequences? They allow you to steal with no consequences? Is that happening also up, up where you're at? Yeah, and they even um, – Jay Inslee, who is a, a sorry excuse for yeah, um, he 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 just passed where the uh, the police officers are not able to use the force they deem necessary. They can't touch anybody unless, <laughs> and it's like unless what the, the police officers need to be trained properly. They need to know when to and not to, but they have to be able in their heart and head to know that if they need to defuse a situation in any way they deem proper do it well their lives are on the line yeah you know jay's not yeah yeah but their lives are on the line so while i do believe they need good training and in some cases they need more training but the vast majority of police officers sheriffs any sort of law enforcement they're good people amen but we've set up a situation where why in the world would you ever want to be in law enforcement in today's world yeah it would be such a, a controversial scary job and i i like you 100 percent say prayers for law enforcement every single night because those guys are standing solid now i want to point out again saturday morning there's a back the blue walk going from the donut shop to the police station you might even pick up a donut and drop it off at the police station <laughs> um show and support that is in kingsburg on draper street starting saturday morning 8 a.m and you know next weekend I'm going to be back in Washington doing the same exact thing, going to a Back the Blue rally. Cool. Yep, supporting them. And we're planning the Clovis, Fresno Clovis CFC is planning just after the election. We're going to have a black Back the Blue rally. It's just the timing. We're going to do some other things first, but Maybe I'll come our back hearts down. are there. I might come back down here. 
Well, you would be welcome. Thank you. So you contacted me or um, a friend of a mutual friend kind of put us in contact and you said, are there conservative events going on? Yep. And so I gave you a list of events, which you went to. Yep. What I thought was really interesting was on Tuesday night, that's the Constitutionals for California meeting in Kingsburg. Um, I'd let the, the lead person now down there know that you were going to be there. And she said, well, I've already got a speaker. I don't know that I can let him speak. So there's my expectation. Right. And I just introduced you to her. And what happened? It was absolutely uh, amazing. Um, you introduced me to her and she said, hey, if we have time, would you be willing to stand and speak? And I said, oh, of course. Um, and I had no expectation of going there to speak. I was going there to listen and 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 feel some like-mindedness. And uh, the first thing I thought was when I pulled up there, I thought, what a cool place. Mm-hmm. That old church, and, and it's down in the basement. I thought, that's really neat, man. Did you get to tour the church? No, I did ah, not. Next time, if you come in, we'll have to get you up there. It is absolutely awe-inspiring because it is it was uh, and so so i'm you you can feel it and and everyone there was the room was full and i'm going wow there's a lot of people here that wasn't even as full as it gets wow <laughs> and, and so um, she went through some stuff and then she introduced me and uh i shared uh more than i have ever shared about not just my platform not my mission not what i'm where i'm going not dc nothing anger i shared a lot of jeff grace that I haven't shared before and uh, I didn't, I went, wow, why, why did I do that? But, but it was overwhelming. The, the support, the kindness, the love that people gave me was just unbelievable. Well, and, it was kind of like the moment happened. It, it was it, like the church pulled it all together. I believe God pulled that all together. Yeah. Without, well, it was more without, than the church. The church was just the focusing yeah, lens, but it was there. And, and then, uh, and the, the amazing thing is, is that, so I sat down basically with a bit of emotions and, uh, and, and the gentleman who stood up, Tim. Yeah. Tim Harrod. He's running yeah. for governor in 2022. He's not in the recall. Election. Past year. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and called me back up and said, Hey, can I pray for you, brother? With all these people. And I went, wow, <laughs> just uh very, very overwhelming heartfelt that, uh, strengthened me it filled my tank um with holy spirit because because i'm not going to quit and that those people there that love and that support was uh, there was an older woman and i don't know who she was she came up to me and and said you know god wants me to give you 50 dollars." and i told her i said you know i don't take cash because you can you can whatever but i just and she said what will you take? And I said, a hug. And she gave me a hug. And then she went to her car and got me two tomatoes. And I just went, wow. Yeah. How, how, I mean, everyone in that room was like that. And I just thought, thank you, God. I needed that. No, they're, they're good people. It's a special group. Um, the first time I went, I went, it's like I'm home. It, and that wasn't at the church. They were having a meeting um, at a restaurant in Kingsburg. And I randomly, I'm looking for like-minded individuals and he made me notice that meeting and made me decide I'm going. Wow. Cause I, I could have moved there. No, I mean, it was very, I could move in this area. I, I listening to the people here. I'm going, you know what? And that's what I reached out. I, I said on one of my YouTubes recently, I said, I've said the pledge of allegiance more in the last 
five days than I have in two years. So why are you hopeful? Because we do have this. And you know what? Our country is going to come back and we're going to chase the, the bad away. It's not gone too far. People don't, don't, don't let them scare you. Don't let them make you fear that, that there's no hope because there is hope and it's good hope. And God is going to stay ahead of our country. This is Eric Rollins, the Constitutionalist, here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. God bless you, brother. God bless you.